like that. New tricks. Oh, dogs. Old dogs. My dogs are barking today. New tricks. Can't find a bit of dog it's the old dogs new tricks podcast here's kaikuyu and joey kc and jp all right what's happening welcome in to the old dogs new tricks podcast i'm joey peppin kaikuyu calhoun and i think we're on episode 24 or 23 24 we'll call it 24 all right so we're on the griffey episode wrong. yes ken griffey jr one of my favorite ball players of all time one of the greatest. One of the greatest, man. One yeah. of the greatest. And just like this podcast, one of the greatest. One of the greatest. If only we could get more people to listen. They're listening. And they would know. They're listening. They would know. Well, then they should tell their friends. That's what they're not doing. Yeah. They're not spreading the word. Y'all got to spread the word out there. Y'all. It's okay to have guilty pleasures like this podcast. Right. Where, where there's a foul mouth host and, well, two foul mouth hosts, actually. But I think one of them is more foul mouth than the other. That's me. I don't know if I ever... Use profanity before. Yeah, well, I should say one's foul mouth, the other's a liar. Um, so no, 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 you're not a liar. You're just I don't a know bullshitter. If, I don't know if I ever use profanity. If I, maybe on occasion. Maybe you know, maybe on occasion on the holidays, normally something like that, man. Well, hey, speaking of holidays, Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry. Ooh, you said Merry Christmas. Yeah. You're taking a stand. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you. <laughs> like you I didn't did, mean to offend you. Did. you. Hey, you, when when has have you ever ran up on somebody that was offended by you saying Merry Christmas or no. or, or or Happy Holiday? Has you ever? It's never. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I think they take these issues and just blow and make it a big deal. What? You know what I mean? No, yeah, it's like you wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's like it's like. Uh, have you ever seen anybody stomp the flag before? No, no, in real life, no. man. I don't been around the world. Yeah. I've been a lot of different places. Yeah, I never seen anybody, but for some reason. There's a, a collective out there who said, you stomp my, that's where my joke comes from. Right. You stomp my flag, I'll stomp your ass. Yeah, I'm right. like, where are y'all going where y'all seeing people stomping flags? You know right. what I mean? You, what is this him? Iran? You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, like you're going to fly to Iran to stomp some ass? Or, well, I, I don't get it. I don't get I it, don't, man. I, yeah. I, I, it's just people like to stir shit up. Stir it know? up, man. Stir it up. I, I, I think that uh, I've seen people act all you know indignant and mad about people saying, how holidays right. but it's always online or whatever you yeah know? yeah exactly it's a war against christmas <laughs> you say some some you know happy holidays to one of these you know christmas crusaders and they'll just be like yep happy holidays or merry christmas back it's not like they're gonna be like god damn you nothing that right no. nothing they're all keyboard yeah exactly anyway exactly so. nothing nothing mm-hmm. man so what's, what a sentiment you know? <laughs> yeah how yeah, dare you yeah, yeah and i've never like seen any, anybody who doesn't celebrate or like you know I, i'm jewish i don't celebrate christmas or whatever because you know people just be like okay thank you right Merry christmas to you too or i got whatever. students from like all different backgrounds mm-hmm. uh muslim students jewish students and they say merry christmas mm-hmm. to me yeah you know and i just respond how they respond i don't really overthink it you know and uh I was, who's I telling you? I can remember when Happy Holidays wasn't even a big deal. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Perry Cuomo or someone? Happy Holidays. Is that, you know, that was like every, that was way back. Where was all the outrage then? You know Andy, what I'm saying? Andy Williams. Is, is that who? I don't know. It's, 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 which, which, which leads me to my next point. Yeah. Something new. I had one of the greatest days of my life happen. Wow. Recently. One of the best moments of my life. That's not hyperbole? Nope. Nope improv party we had that party right oh you were yeah there. that was fun right that was fun 
But then we played the game called uh, Black Card. Wasn't it the Black Card? The Black Black Card. Card. (laughs) And watching, watching y'all get frustrated. (laughs) Watching the Caucasians get frustrated at... (laughs) No more Martin questions, goddammit. <laughs> not all of us watching. Watching the frustration level. I know I might have been coming off, you know, like like I didn't care, but it, I, I, I was like, they feel my pain right now, man. They understand <laughs> what it's like to be black right now. It's, it's uh, not fair. I wasn't given the tools oh to, goodness, to yeah. succeed at this game. I just like, couldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I just couldn't help stop laughing. I was like, "This is beautiful, man. This is beautiful." Man. Shit, any game I play, I'm always about like the rules. Got to follow the rules, rules, rules. That's and then you were like, "That's a majority rules." I'm like, "What do you mean majority that's rules? Like that's that that is one of the things. Like it, it, the majority rules. If, right. if everybody thinks the best rappers are Jay Z and whatever, then, know, that's, then that's that's the winner." I was like. We got to do something about these rules. I'm like, there are no rules, man. This is it. No, but see, then you came out with, then, then we found the cards. Ro- later. later. Next, Robin did. Right. A, B, C, D. And I'm like, see, now that makes sense. That makes, you know, sense. That makes sense. But but you were saying, tell us if it's a majority. I'm like, right. I can't no, tell no, you no. that. That doesn't make sense. No. And I, no. well, it I, was said, fun, though, I said, what are y'all, a bunch of Democrats, man? <laughs> <laughs> Just complaining about everything, man. Under your breath. Yeah. Not, not actually doing anything yeah 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 just uh, oh that it was one of the best moments oh, of my life man yeah it was, it was it was fun and i was uh, i was very happy that the uh, the team with the, the most uh, black folks actually won because i would have been like you guys come on right you, right you, you, you know right right yeah um, yeah yeah we, we had to divvy up the team we couldn't overload yeah. Overload one team with too many black folks on it, yeah. Well, and and Sunny was like, she's like, I was on a team with all like two other white people. It wasn't fair. <laughs> and I said, yeah, but each one of the, you know, each one of them were married to black folks. So yeah. I mean, that's like, you know, you have a, a, right. a little bit of an advantage. Right, right, right. And right. I said, and plus, you know, your husband, he's down. So. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, welcome to my world. Life is not fair. All right, that's how I feel all the time, man. Yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And everybody was competitive. That was good though, too, because everybody wanted to win. That's that's all. Oh, it was it was a beautiful moment. Uh, I've been man. watching Martin ever since. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a lot of Martin questions. I'm gonna have to give that company some feedback. That was too many Martin questions, man. Maybe you didn't notice, but you you got like the Martin edition. <laughs> it was you something, know? man. I have to go back and check. Yeah, because yeah. it was a lot. It was a lot of uh, Martin questions, on bro. That, man. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. So what's 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 what happened with you, man? Anything anything exciting lately? Nothing new. Nothing. I mean, just you know, just just doing my thing. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done any. Um, haven't done anything on stage since uh, since we did that. Show. Valley. Was it the valley? Is that long? Is that how long it's been? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's been since then, since November or something. I guess it wasn't. That wasn't November, was it? Something like October? that. Yeah, because we took December, so yeah. it might have been November. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah, been a while. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. I. Uh, I don't, know. I don't know. The idea of it, it's so hard for me to leave at night. 
Just like, I just don't want to go anywhere. Because night is four o'clock. That's why. I put on my. It's been dark for four hours. I can't go out. I put on my pajamas at 3 30 yesterday, (laughs) man. (laughs) I'm serious, man. It's like, I was debating on whether I was going to go to Olympia to hit the mic. I'm like, who am I kidding, man? I ain't going nowhere. I put on my pajamas, man. Were you signed up for the vomiting one or whatever? No, uh, this one's at. What's it called? Uh, it's a Thursday night one at some weed shop down there. Oh. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, I never been. Nate goes, mm. and I was gonna meet up with uh, Randy down there, but uh, yeah. Mm. So so yeah yeah yeah. So um, nothing nothing new, man. Nothing just new? just uh, just rocking and rolling. Just staying busy with work. Uh, I think I figured out too about with the comedy and work is that that you know my my bit my job is from the outside in it might not seem very stressful but you know if i don't if i don't get my own business if i'm not booking work every right, week right. or whatever i'm not i'm not making money you know so it's, it's pretty stressful and it keeps me pretty focused on on trying to keep that engine of commerce moving and so like i don't have a lot of time to put into i have, i don't make a lot of time to put into like rewriting jokes because I, and i think that the stuff the material that i have now i don't really like it it's not it's not really what I want. It's not exactly how I want to present myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's right, okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's it's okay, but it's not really. My, my buddy Phil, who who's going to be here uh, next week, uh, we'll probably try to get him on the show. He has told me, you know, I played him my stuff. He's out in Arizona. He's like, dude, you're so much funnier than this. Like, I don't know. This is not even close to where you know where you how funny you can be. And I'm like, I I think I agree. And I All right. And I just don't know if I want to put out the half-ass shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'd, right, rather, right. I'd rather, you know, spend some some time if work comes down to to really get into some some better, you know. Right, right. I'm with you. Better mm-hmm. ideas of of um uh you know of, of my jokes, like because I think you know I'm a voice actor and I sing all the fucking time and I, I can do musical impressions. I think that's probably where my my comedy is going to be. I'm not going to be like a guitar comic. Everybody hates those guys. <laughs> at least all the other comics do. <laughs> right. Which I'm not really sure why, but I just I know noticed they have a lot of animosity towards them. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro- well, yeah, because some of them, even prop comics, some people. Uh, I think it's hacky. Yeah, or it gets hacky. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, if that's true to yourself, man. Yeah, and I think that's But it's probably, hard. It's hard to find that though. Yeah. It, it, it's it's. There's so many things I want to say, mm. and it doesn't come out the way I want to say it sometimes. You know what I mean? It's hard mm. to find, like, okay, this is true to my core each and every time and make it funny, you right. know? So I think it takes a while to do that, man. Yeah, I guess so. I, I suppose what I'm what I'm really figuring out is, is figuring out the kind of stuff I don't want to do. Right. You know, I mean, I guess that makes any sense. Just like, ah, these jokes are okay, and... But nah, I don't know. Gotcha, gotcha. Mediocrity is just not really for me. Understood, understood, you know, man. But I now I realize they have an issue. Maybe you're yeah, stepping yeah, on the cord. Yeah, yeah. Here, push that thing back in on the, those two that connection together. That might that might help you out. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to just do it for, for the sake of doing it. I, I see so many people doing the same lame jokes all the time, and I'm like, that's it's not getting any better. Yeah, I wonder what their motivation is. Um, the motivation to keep, to keep going on and get not getting laughs. Or, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. wondering if you're thinking at some point it's everybody else's not on your level, then eventually they'll get it. Or why would you keep repeating that? You know right. what I mean? And right. expect a different outcome. You know, so yeah. I, I, I wonder what the motivation is. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. Some people just like to do that feeling of getting having that that nervousness of getting on stage. You know, and and they don't care what happens after that. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but my my cousin, my cousin, uh, 
I'm gonna mess up. It goes by Joe. <clears throat> okay. That's our guest, Joe. Uh, we call him Joey, but uh, I'll probably screw up. But anyway, uh, he's been on stage. Um, he was in a band. Mm-hmm. He's been in a couple bands. I think I don't know if he's in one now. So um, that might be something we can uh, pick his brain about. You know, what what's it like for him? What does he get out mm-hmm. of being on stage? You know, especially being a musician um, up there. Um, to me. Seems like with a musician, everything's got to be precise, on point. You know what I mean? If you you hit the wrong notes, it's not going to sound right. So I wonder how yeah. different that is, you know, compared to comedy. Like when you when you do an open mic music, is it the same feeling, same same approach as comedy for you or not? For me personally, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I've only done a few musical open mics uh-huh. and. Uh, no, it's not the quite the same feeling. I think that that when you know if you're up there performing your your instrument and there's a lot more to remember, right? Um, but maybe I, I think this, I haven't done it enough, even haven't done enough comedy or music to really get into the comfort zone of, of trying to figure out which one is is better, right, or, right. or whatever. But I mean, either one, you're putting your own stuff out there. You know, yeah, you're putting yeah. stuff out there that you created. Um, I know a lot of people just do cover songs at open mics but i, I want to do original stuff right, right and that's man when you put it's like comedy you do your original stuff and put it out there man it's it's pretty nerve-wracking yeah you know yeah. just to see how it's going to be received <laughs> right right yeah you know um i don't want to say that music might be a little bit more emotional but i think it depends on who's you know what comedy what comic is doing right and what, yeah you know i mean yeah to say that you know you don't you don't bury your soul in comedy is not true because it's Cause very true yeah you know? it's the do, same yeah. with, with music yeah um, it's you know it's, it's a release um i will say though however that the scene the open mic scene at music places seems to be a lot open more open and friendly and um you know might be the age most of the, the open mic musicians are older people mm-hmm. they've been around the block they don't have dreams of becoming you know right, right. the next rock superstar right 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 yeah. large you know big house and five cars that sort of thing <laughs> right, right um they're, they're just out there having fun where i think a lot of and uh, when we go to open mics with comedy there's a lot of young folks in there that think they're going to be you know adam sandler or whatever um or whoever adam, yeah adam sandler is old comic and that's showing my age but he's a top comic though. yeah he, right, for sure <laughs> yeah he can do a whole special and and, and he can be a guitar comic and no one hates on him <laughs> you know what i mean he can do the same that same damn voice he's man good god that shit oh, yeah, all that there. shit yeah oh. I don't, I don't even I don't even get that man but he's been doing it for years yeah yeah exactly. yeah yeah well all right man you wanna so we're gonna get Joey on get, get oh, Joe? Joe sorry Joe yeah. we're gonna get Joe on the line yeah and talk to uh is now is this a is this Joe is this a Joe Calhoun no nah, last name is Velez oh okay he's he's my cousin on my mother's side oh all right yeah yeah all right, yeah. All right. those are the yeah. best kind those maternal cousins yeah all right, we'll get him on the line here then. All right. Bump, 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 bump. That's the proper rhythm. Hello. <laughs> hey, yeah. Joe. How you doing, man? Okay, I can't really hear you. Oh, Joe. Hey, you, you Joe. can't hear me? Hold up a second. You hear me now? Yeah, I got you there, Chuckles. All right, then. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, introducing... Joe Velez, my cousin Joe Velez. Joe, how you doing? 
Hey, how's it going, everybody? Hey, I'm hey. sitting here with my partner, Joey Pepin. What's up, Joe? How's it going, man? Good, man. Nice to talk to you. Thanks for coming on the uh, the old podcast here. Yeah, no problem, man. Where are you, where are you at uh, geographically? Where are you, where are you located? I am located up in the Finger Lakes in uh, Central New York. Oh, yeah. Up near Rochester, New York, in the in the snow right about now. Ah, yeah, beautiful. Is that anywhere near the Catskills where Mike Tyson's from? Uh, no, no, no. That's kind of that's way south of us. Ah, see, I don't know. I don't know my New York geography. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of like going down towards like I guess New York's got a little panhandle type deal. That's kind of going down that way. Uh huh. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So Poconos. what is it, is it like? Is it like like two degrees there or what? I mean, you're talking like. Oh, uh, uh, it was uh, ten earlier. So. <laughs> <laughs> Damn scorcher right there. Damn scorcher. Nice refreshing, you know. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I had to come home. Yell at the kids because you know bastards didn't shovel the driveway. You know. Oh <laughs> man. Damn yeah. kids. Yeah, yep. I'm walking in, you know, almost break a leg, you know, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn kids. Well, Joe. Well, come on, daddy. <laughs> so, Joe, what we uh, do, man, we, you know, we, we interview people here and, uh, you know, everybody's got a story and some stories are more interesting than others. And uh, from a conversation that we had, I don't know when we had it, <laughs> it was that a month ago, two months ago, but you, you, you said some stuff, man, that, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that just opened opened my eyes and made me realize, man. And um, I mean, we well, we we can jump right into it because one thing you talked about. Well, go ahead. Were you about to say something? I was gonna say. Well, we got on the subject about you know being born, you know, biracial and right. all that stuff. You know, the first uh, first to kind of break the chink in the family. You know. Yeah, yeah. When you said that, um, it made me really think about think about like your situation my kids just and then i start playing a lot of stuff back in my mind and remembering things like remembering meeting you like i remember the first time i saw you and i remember grandma saying my puerto rican grandbaby you know <laughs> and and uh and i never really thought about like it from your perspective you know what i mean because to me like like uh, you know his mother and my mother's sisters mm -hmm. they acted similar right you know so to me he like he ate the same shit that i ate you know he <laughs> right. you know what i mean we moved in the same circle so i never really thought about that whole other side of him you know dealing with things and then i remember when he came to atlanta and i uh, he, he he borrowed my hat he wanted to borrow a hat from me and i was gonna wear my bulls hat and i gave him malcolm x hat and he was like kind of self-conscious about it mm. like i'm gonna be walking around atlanta and you know they're gonna be looking at me. i'm like but you you black man. So I ain't like, like <laughs> it was no big deal to me but i didn't look at it through his eyes so joey especially yeah. now especially now you know it's it's, it's very common now but mm -hmm. it wasn't for him so joey joey let's 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 talk a little bit about that man if you don't mind you know about uh yeah just 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 yeah, just just, um, just just yeah just growing up and maybe something you went through it don't all have to be negative you know what i mean whatever you want to talk about I was, it, it, it's definitely, uh, you, you take a different perspective on the whole America experience, you know, because I know I grew up in an area, uh, predominantly white kids, and I was the first biracial child into my into our family, and um, so for me, it was kind of funny because, like, I wasn't really accepted, like, I was always 
it was always pointed out by my family that I was different, you know. Right. And then, of course, you know, you go to school and stuff, and you're around, you know, 90%, you know, Caucasian kids that, you know, look at you as being black, but the black kids don't recognize you as being black, so you kind of grow up with a sense of, like, a loss of belonging anywhere, you know? Right. Hmm. And, um... I, that's you know that's a common I think that's a story that you you hear a lot and and you hear it a lot later on I think as people get older like I don't yeah, I don't remember hearing a lot of those stories of of kids sort of caught in the middle uh, as they were happening you know like you don't hear it like you know there's it's always like a hindsight thing you know right, like, right. And looking back I didn't really you know I wasn't accepted by the white kids the black kids and all that and so then there you are it, it seems. I don't know. Hopefully now, like kids these days, uh, are able to talk about it more as you know, as I don't know, you know, right, and like right, not right. not have to feel like like they're alone or whatever. Um, right. I, I think now, obviously now, compared to whenever that was thirty twenty years ago, you know, there's a lot. It was it was, it was a good. It was definitely thirty years. Ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that you know the the fabric of America has changed where there's a lot more multiracial, uh, you, you know, relationships and children. So I think it's mm-hmm. you know, but you know that idea of being sort of stuck in the middle, right? right. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I think that that's a common, a more common story than than those of us who are firmly planted in either you know the white camp or the black camp or whatever. I, I, you know, something that we don't we don't really have that, that any, any perspective on. Right. So I'm I'm actually glad that you came on to talk about this because I'm it's you know it's curious I'm curious you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, hey. It's just um you know the experience was definitely. Are you doing uh, dishes by the way? What's going on? What, shoveling what you, snow? What you got, are you shoveling the walkway? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are you doing, actually, man? Actually, man, you know what, you guys, you guys are catching me being an old man. See, I'm actually, I'm actually trying to be in the Christmas spirit. Oh, you wrapping I'm presents? I'm out here, I'm out here, up here cussing at the paper because I can't get the shit to fold the way I want it to. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, well, 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 you, we might have to ask you a favor, man, because it's coming in strong, like the noise and everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was shoveling snow in him, shoveling snow and doing the interview. Yeah, KC's the wannabe rapper anyway, so you let him do all the rapping. Yeah, but but see, even 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 last night watching a game, and I looked at all the mixed players there. But I can remember it was a big deal when Jason Kidd and Toby Bailey were in the league. You know, yeah, as, right. and it was like you know they they were mixed, and it was you, you knew them because of that reason. Right now. You don't know who's what or whatever. It's not even talked about anymore. So, well, that's true, you know. And especially when Jason Kidd came on the scene and he had those handles, man, he could handle that ball. <laughs> yeah, You're like, yeah. whoa, yeah. that's got to be the black side because he's see, got some. See, see, and I always had the Puerto Rican side when it came to basketball. <laughs> <laughs> my, my ball skills are just, uh, yeah, just, yeah. We won't even discuss that. So, so what about, I, I, so Joe, what about like uh, when you say when you moved away from home you went to different because you you've been all over so what about yeah, especially with a name like joe velez i'm assuming <laughs> spanish people probably looked at you expect you to speak spanish and be well versed in so how'd you all, deal all uh, give, give me an example or how'd you deal with that well well like now like i go to uh, I'm, I'm a truck driver i've been a truck driver for uh 21 years 
And uh, now one of my runs where I go to is a regular spot in New Jersey. Everyone in there is Spanish. Mm -hmm. So when I walk in there and try to get like information and stuff, it's like every every single person speaks to you in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And then you just got to kind of sit there looking at them like a deer <laughs> caught in the headlights, you know, like, right. nah, bro, I don't know what you're saying, you know. Right. And then they're like, but you know Puerto Rican? You know, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's always uh <laughs> it, it, it's always funny because you're just expected to speak Spanish. And then my, I never learned Spanish. See, I had one of them dads, and you you remember yeah. Louis yeah. back in the days. I had one of them dads where the reason I kind of developed the complex about speaking Spanish is because the man used to smack me in the back of the head. You know, every time I pronounce something wrong, I catch it. You know, I catch it. To, to the bear paw to the back of the head, you know? <laughs> right, 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 yeah. And, and, and eventually, I just kind of developed the complex about it. And even to this day, as an adult trying to learn Spanish, it's just like, I don't know, it's just something that just, yeah, my mind kind of shuts off to it. Kind yeah, of waiting for that, that head, yeah. that hand to the back of the head. Yeah, it's, awesome, <laughs> it's like some, some deep, depressed shit or something, you know? I remember when yeah, I, I don't know. when I was in in high school, one of my jobs, or I guess it was right out of high school, maybe still in high school, was working at a Mexican restaurant. Uh, you know, being a bus boy or whatever. And uh, one of the kids that I went to school with, uh, he worked there. He actually got help hook me up with the job. His name was Juan Mendoza. You know, and mm. but he would he was an American kid. You know, right. I mean, he looked Hispanic. Obviously, his parents were Hispanic, but he did not speak any any Spanish at all. And right. when we were back in the kitchen, you know, and and all the 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 workers back there, you know, were speaking to him, they were pissed off at him that his name was Juan Mendoza, Juan Mendoza. that his parents were, <laughs> you know, Mexican, and that he did not speak a lick of Spanish. Yeah. And he was he didn't right. care. There's actually, there's there's actually a lot of Spanish people that actually find that very offensive. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've experienced that where you know they've been like, what, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, and he was he was. I think he got passed up for promotions a couple of times because he didn't, you know, didn't they, they just kept him at bus boy. He should have right. been waiter, but they were like, nope. They will just sell nope. out. They're going to promote that sell yeah. out. Right, just sell out. We ain't going to promote him. I think that the the Mexican, uh, they have a word for that. Coconut? Is it? No, no, that's... No, not that <laughs> no, one? No, that's... My buddy Carlito will tell you, say you're brown on the outside yeah. or white on the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought you was talking about. Seriously, no, man. No, that's like a Filipino or like, okay. uh, you know, okay. uh, Asian, they will call their, their their brethren coconuts if they don't, yeah. you know. Is that what they, all they do is that white people shit. <laughs> but yeah, there's a, there's a word, that, but I don't know it, but there's a word that, that they describe, you know, um, um, offspring or, you know, of, of Mexican... Uh, uh, parents, but but kids are American who don't speak English, and they're you. not not looked upon very uh, yeah, fondly. No. You know, um, but he didn't give a shit. I see. I still see Juan every now and then. Yeah. What's up, Juan? He's, he didn't. He didn't ever care. He never learned Spanish. I never learned. He never learned Spanish, never learned man. Spanish. He was like, man, fuck that. I mean, he knows all the bad words, like like most of us. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, 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 Joe, you played in a band too, right? Yes, I had a. Uh experience been trying to when i was younger trying to live uh trying to be a rock star i guess <laughs> oh yeah what were you playing what we, was uh, your uh what was, you, what was I, your instrument I played bass guitar and um Beatles. i played with a couple of couple of rock and uh, a couple of like uh alternative like punk bands back in the mid 90s and, and into the early 2000s nice and um we did some shows during the uh 
the startup of like Warp Tour and stuff like that, we actually went on tour for a while and ended up, you know, rolling up cigarette butts out of the uh, ashtrays at the truck stop and <laughs> not making any money. You know, like, you know, times were hard, man, you know. Oh, yeah. so, like, but you went on no, tour. I, I stole that from a Motley Crue interview or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anybody hears that, they're like, oh, he didn't come up with that. <laughs> well, you know, Joe and Motley Crue, same thing. Same you know, thing, they're same. On, yeah. the, on the same same playing field. It's all. It's all. No, but, um, you know, I did uh, music for probably about shit, 15, 16 years. And, um, you know, it just, I had, I had a really good time doing it, but just never, uh, you know, that 1% of all musicians ever make anything, you know, and right. it, it just kind of fizzled out after a while. Now I'm one of those old guys, I'm trying to get together like an old cover band or something, you know, and go play at the bar for free beer on a Saturday night or something. You know? Hey, yeah. if you like it, if you love it, hey, man. I, I, I still like it. Yeah. I still enjoy it. And I have a couple of guys that I'm, you know, we've been trying to put something together, but it just never hasn't, hasn't uh, taken off yet, but we're getting there. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you were if you're still if you're still playing or still interested in. I'm glad I'm glad to hear I'm that you still are. Playing. I, I still play. I still play. I actually write and um, I do. I've been doing some recording at my house. You know, but you write. You write no. music, lyrics, yeah. or music, or both. Music and lyrics. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. Has uh, I actually um, I went to school. And one of one of the two times I went to college, I went to school and I actually studied uh, Western music theory. I oh, yeah, that's right. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I actually wanted to be a real musician at one point, but, you know, so you, you, you get caught up in that um, trying to look cool when you're 17 and, you know, <laughs> it's... Uh, you discover girls, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, hey, hopefully, so they discover you. Did Did your mother yeah. Did your mother come to any of your concerts ever? No, my mom. Um, you know, the only time that the only time that I've ever had anyone come to a show, we did a um, cancer charity show, mm-hmm. and uh, my, my my mom and uh, Aunt Georgia actually came to the show, and it was the one, and it was just an That's acoustic cool. set that we did, but it was the one time that that was a. Only time that any of my family members ever came to one of my performances. And it was an acoustic set? Yeah, we did an acoustic set at um, a place called Six Pockets in Rochester, New York. See, the reason why I said that with surprise, and I, I knew mm-hmm. that Aunt Mary had went to one of your concerts, but she described it as loud as loud that's why when you said acoustic set she said no, it was it was a completely acoustic she said set. it was loud and some of it was crappy music is what she said right that was that that was the well, yeah, well when we were growing up you know yeah we yeah to do something like you know we, we wanted to do something and like when i first said yeah i'm going to start taking music lessons and learn how to play bass guitar you know the support i get from my my siblings and my family is oh you can't do that shit. <laughs> right. you know that was that whole black shit i think coming out where it was just like you know <laughs> right. let's stomp the shit out of your self-esteem you know and wonder why we, ha- <laughs> yeah. why we grow up why would crazy you, why know? would you even try that yep yep, yep. right <laughs> like yeah, because I first started out in uh, junior high school. My first instrument that I started out playing was trumpet. 
And I believe my mom actually, I believe if you, I believe my mom actually threw my mouthpiece out for my trumpet. I was like, nah, I don't know what happened to it. So, like, you know, after like two months of that, I think that, I think that's about as far as that went, like yeah. two or three months of the trumpet. Yeah. I could see her doing something like that. Too. Yeah, yeah, she, you know, she come home from work, my feet hurt, man. Yeah. I ain't listening to this shit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yep, exactly. So she, she gives you a bass amp with an amp with some headphones and says here now oh, now man. learn this I, instrument I, I never i never got into the bass until i was like I, I like i said i was like 16 or 17 in school uh-huh. you know and um i had been playing trumpet and uh a guy actually uh scott marriott just like one day he was in there playing guitar and i was like man that sounds sweet and he was like hey i got a bass i'll teach you oh, and that's cool yeah and that was pretty much how i started playing bass it's just you know that's cool. That's cool. So you said uh, you got a couple guys now. So you're, you're trying mm-hmm. to put together like a little trio or what are you going to do? We're just trying to do a little uh, like classic rock shit. Um, just just a four piece. Okay. It's going to be probably uh, two guitars, a bass and drums or possibly a guitar, keyboard and drums. I mean, right now there's uh, two guys that are playing guitar. And we have a guy that's interested for drumming, but you know, it's right. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck <laughs> Count, counting on drummers, man. That's tough. That's from yeah. what I understand. You know, did you know, yeah, Joe, always, your, uh, yeah. your cousin, uh, Kaikuyu, Mr. Mayu here, he, he, he plays the keyboards a little bit. Did you, did you tell him that? Did you tell him you're playing? Keyboards? Sure. Yeah. I've been yeah. Seeing him. Yeah. yeah. Me and him were talking one time about his, uh, piano lessons and oh, stuff yeah. like that. And, uh, you know, it's, Unfortunately, I'm way over here on the East Coast, man. Because I would always, you know, I'd always love to do some music with him. Yeah. Mario and his sister and them were like, you know, we we were like that one little group of our family that yeah. actually kind of grew up together. You know, I remember. I don't know if Mario's ever told you the stories about there about um being down there in Corning and shit and um running around having to kill the chickens and shit like that. <laughs> you know, people sometimes look at us and be like, oh, you're from New York. And I'm like, nah, man. I mean, like, I'm a country boy from New York. Like, right, right. We chase pigs and kill chickens and shit. <laughs> you know? Y'all want to eat, right? Y'all want to eat. Rode four-wheelers, all that stuff. We fishing, <laughs> rode a bike to the pond on some real country, yeah, country ass shit. No breaks. Yeah. <laughs> And then it was something wrong with the, uh, the 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 lever. So we had to like make it. I don't know. We just have to reach down to like the carburetor or something to get it to go yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Pull the throttle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we were having the time of our lives, though, man. Time of our lives. Yeah, man. but it was it was definitely different because I I know when I talk to cats that grew up like in an urban setting, you know. And you start telling them, yeah, like, you know, I grew up in the country and stuff. And they're just like, what? You're from New York? There's, there's no country. Like, right. they're thinking like Harlem or something. <laughs> right, you know? right, right, right. But we had, we had country-ass yeah. parents, though, and grandparents. Mm-hmm. So we couldn't help but to be like that because right. that's what our parents taught us, man. Like, like our grandmother, um, who was like just the focal point of the family, you know. I mean, right. everything revolved mm-hmm. around grandma and grandma's house. Um, grandma used to take cornbread and she eat her greens she break the cornbread pick up the greens with her finger and eat them well that's the way we all ate them uh-huh. you know yeah. so when we would go other places we had to be conscious <laughs> about, hey don't y'all be going in here breaking the damn cornbread with your hand eating make sure you use a fork and, but 
still to this day, man, I'll still do it because that's and it tastes better though. Yeah, it tastes much better, man. It tastes much better, man. But that's the way Grandma taught us, man. Yep, yep. And, and that's that's the whole thing. And kind of circle back with the the bi- That's probably why I never really thought about Joey like that because, like I said, we were a close knit. Mm. And it's like he grew up like I did, but when he stepped out in the world, you know what I mean. The world right. treated him a little, little different right. than that, man. So yeah, right. And I was definitely that little kid that you know when I was a little kid, man. You remember I got in trouble for um, there was a forest fire. They burned down like forty acres yeah. of woods. Yeah. Right? So so I I come back from summer camp and they immediately show up at my house, the police and shit. And I'm like, yo, I was a you know, my mom was like, I was in a whole other state, you know, <laughs> at summer camp. But yeah, I was that kid that, you know, kind of took the blame for a lot of shit growing up. Yeah. Like I said, I grew up in all, you know, predominantly white neighborhood. And they're like, oh, they just, they just, kid, they just assumed it was, it was it Joe. Was yeah. Oh. I, I can remember going to birthday parties and stuff and, you know, being told, nah, you, I told my you this, you know, and. Excuse my language if I'm not politically correct on this stuff, but, um, you know, I, I remember going to birthday parties as a kid and having the parents turn around and look at the kid and be like, the little nigger kid cannot stay. Oh. And, and being asked to leave, like, a birthday party because, like, oh, they didn't know that little Joey was a little brown kid coming to my house. You wow. Know? That's and, New York. And, and it was like, I mean... And in the area that we grew up, people were pretty outspoken about that shit during the 80s. Wow. You know, this is, we're, we're talking, you know, mid-80s and we're young kids, but they were very outspoken yeah. in the community, which it's funny now because, like, this, this community where I'm at right now is probably, I, I've traveled all over the United States, you know, and this is probably one of the most diverse areas that I've ever been at because I go to other places you know, I mean, there's been some places that have shocked me, you know, the way that people treated me and the way that people act. Like, I'll give it up to, like, you know, Iowa and shit like that. Like, Des Moines, Iowa, people were just out, just, just a whole different breed of people there, you know what I mean? Like what, though? Outstanding, like, the most friendly, friendly? people. Friendly? Okay, all right. Yeah, like, friendly and, like, they seem to be the most friendly and socially accepting people, you know what I mean? They yeah. seem very, you know open to that and then i've been to other places you know where i've been to like way across georgia where where, where i'm at a all black bar and a motherfucker walks up to me and says don't you know light skin's out of style and i'm <laughs> oh, like well, what the hell is that supposed to mean like you know like oh, wow. basically telling me you know right get that go over there where the mexicans is at you know and wow. i'm like Damn. wow god you can't yeah this can't is win. in the town um I worked for a moving company for a while, and I had a partner, uh, Kenny White, and he was from a little, little town down, little town in Georgia, Waycross, Georgia, and we went down there one weekend, and like I literally, like you know, like got surrounded at the bathroom until Kenny came up and was like, "Nah, he's with me. That's my man." And I'm yeah. like, "Damn!" And I'm black. Any other place I go, I'm black, and here y'all about to freaking, you know. <laughs> Y'all want to shove a pitchfork up my ass the way that they wow. acted, you know? I mean, it was some, uh, you know, it was some rough shit. Yeah, and upstate upstate New York, the, the, the blatant racism up there um, is a well-kept secret. A lot of people don't know. I experienced mm-hmm. way more, you know, you, you heard my story. Mm-hmm. I experienced way more racism there than I ever did in Georgia, believe it or not. But mm-hmm. I think it's based off of what you're saying, though. 
because in Georgia, I kind of knew where to go and knew where right. not to go. You know what I mean? There's just certain spots we didn't go to. So right. that's probably why I never experienced it then because I didn't go to those spots. Right. But you got into a certain neighborhood and you just kind of knew. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, up, you know, you, you, what you're saying just made me think about it. You know, you know, I'm a kind of a history buff. In upstate New York, that makes sense because a lot of blacks migrated up there. So they probably look the same way as, you know, they're, they're taking over. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they're coming up here. I'm talking way back in the whenever 30s 40s 50s coming up right. so they probably look like there's influx of, because uh at rochester had a uh, kodak xerox there's a lot of that's yeah. what most of the people move there for the jobs and yeah, things they like that there for, here for they work. Come, right here they come taking our jobs mm-hmm. and this and that so that's probably mm-hmm. what a lot of that stuff man mm-hmm. in that region why it's like that you know joe joe you remember sure. the grandma's story about coming up north how she, she yeah i was just i was just gonna Lay- i was just gonna go into that you know i've heard i now, I don't know if this, the, the story that I heard, you know, me and you might have different spins on right. it because we were probably told by a couple of different people. But um, I remember the, the the story that I remember was um, they got basically the clan came and like burned out their shed and shit like that and set their animals free. And um, yeah, they basically had to flee from the clan in the middle of the night. If that's, you know. And I know Grandma had like a pistol and the diaper bag and all that <laughs> yeah. stuff, you know. That was like, leaving leaving Georgia, leaving Georgia. Yeah. yeah, leaving Georgia because of the fact that our grandfather, I guess, a white man said something to him and he and he cold cocked the white dude. Yeah, yeah. That's... And so the clan pretty much said, "Okay, well, you punched the white man. We about to we about to string you up." You and we gonna, yeah. yeah, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and and they had to flee. Kind of. I don't know. Now that part is kind of. Um, a little fuzzy to me because I don't know if they fled to at that point. I don't know if they fled to Florida or if they fled directly up here to New York. Yeah, it's it's. I think they went north because I did, but but I heard basically the same thing. I heard it from Grandma, but she was much older when she mm-hmm. said it. And uh, yeah, the he hit someone. Then he was a Mason. A grandfather was a Mason. It's like a civil rights dude too. So the Masons hid him and he left and went mm-hmm. up north up north and then when the coast was clear he came back to get them so they may have went to florida then i don't know but when he came back and then uh they got stopped uh by cops and that's what grandma said you know like i had my pistol in, in your uncle james diaper bag <laughs> grandma you was ready to yeah, damn right i was ready grandma didn't cuss like that you know what i mean but uh, grandma is wrong man yeah so what was the time frame on that when- so if my uncle my mother was born in 44 so my uncle was born in like 46 so this is probably 40 if he's in a di- diaper bag so yeah. like 47 48 oh, something like that yeah, yeah i was gonna say yeah it was, something like it was that definitely yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't your traditional migrant story uh, that we normally hear. Right, <laughs> Joey, Joey, right. hey, J- Joey Peppin here. He's looking. I'm, I'm doing that. He's getting that white guilt on. I could tell. He's, he's looking. He's feeling bad about himself right now, man. That's not the point of this, Joey. Okay, we just. This is just factual data, man. Don't 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 beat yourself. That wasn't you, man. I'm not from New York. Man. I'm not from there. No, but it's but 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 it's. But with us, like, growing up in the area that we grew up, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like we can also take another perspective on it, you know, and see where some of those people are coming from and see, you know, I mean, you know, times have changed, right. you know. Said one of my one of my closest friends, you know, uh, a guy that's become a friend 
over like the last 10 years, you know, his family was like third generation clan. And, you know, <laughs> his dad was the local football coach and he grew up around nothing but black people and never thought of it like that. But, you know, his, the generation before was definitely, you know. Well, you know, you talk about that going to those birthday parties in the 80s and, you know, uh, even even up here, because I grew up here in the Pacific Northwest, you know, from born and raised mm -hmm. in Tacoma. And, you know, this would, might be one of those places that you would consider, you know, similar to, to Des Moines or whatever, where, you know, people seem so open and they're just so friendly. But, you know, the from you know the white perspective i guess is you know back in those mm -hmm. in those days in the 80s i heard that shit a lot too you know mm -hmm. but it was more it, it was it was very like clandestine like it was always whispers yeah, you know yeah. it was always mm -hmm. like no one would ever say that to anybody's face and and then even right. and even as a kid you know hearing that stuff and and how they you know even now like some people i talk to they're like okay so i was talking to so and so oh, no he's black he's black. I'm like you, know, you don't have to whisper like he's, he's, he's you know or he's a he's a he's always black and like you don't have to whisper so black is that guy. a condition what's got right. a condition like black guy but, but but then i think of that i'm thinking like what they're really thinking is not black guy you know right uh but they we used to hear that a lot um you know i mean at my grand i had a great grandma who was born in like 1890 so of course i've, I've heard some racist shit but right. the weird thing about up here is is it was always like in secret like he yeah. said, like, and I would almost, you know, you'd almost rather be in a place like, like New York where, where you know where to go, where not to yeah. go, where people are just going to be out, out, out in the open about it, yeah. you know, other, uh, instead of, you know, going, Oh, come in, Joe, you know, have, have a great time at the party, you know, enjoy the, you know, the, the cake and ice cream. And then I'm like, Oh, don't, don't, you know, not, not have that guy back again yeah, or go, whatever. Go break all the plates after <laughs> you eat off of them or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We're going to get new silverware, new yeah. silverware. It's tarnished you know check his pocket <laughs> yeah. yeah no i mean i i just i think that you know as a kid for me like hearing that and and i i was able to to, to identify that right away it's like this is not right like whatever you're doing is not right because yeah. if you're if you're saying this stuff in secret you're and you're talking one way in front of you know mm -hmm. your 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 peers and then you talk a different way in front of you know right, other right. people i'm like that's not right yeah. you know and and that was you know, that was a, an eye-opening uh, experience for me. You know, from on the the white side of things. You know, and I always knew that that it was it was not it was not right, and it's not how you treat treat people. You know, um, you ever have any any black kids or Spanish <clears throat> kids, whatever, mistreat you because you're white? Oh yeah, man. I mean, when I and and I think that. Uh, you know, the, given the, the the middle school that I went to and the time that I went to, I went to Jason Lee, which was a very uh, you know ethnically diverse mm -hmm. school. Uh, but one thing that they did, I think the faculty in the school district did for that, it was they were the school that that um, you know served Hilltop, but they had a lot of black faculty, you right. know, uh, administration. Even our, our principal was a black woman at one point, wow. and it was everything was you know, the whole school was very Afrocentric, no, you know? No. And so this, I think gave uh, a lot of the students sort of, uh, not, not what, what the word is, uh, the courage or the, the license to, to pretty much not be afraid of say to say, you know, right. anything or whatever. And, and yeah, you know, we, we were, uh, quite often, you know, ridiculed and, and, and made, you know, sort mm -hmm. of made to feel, that you know if you said something you know you not only you'd get you wouldn't just get beat up but you'd get jumped 
right, right, right. But I never, you know, in that situation, I mean, I know some kids would talk about, you know, oh, there was reverse discrimination. And I always thought that that word reverse discrimination was weird because I'm like, if you if that's a thing, then what you're saying is regular discrimination is okay or whatever. Like it's giving, it's giving weight to discrimination in general is whites against blacks or minorities. But if you say reverse, then it's like somehow not right. It's like discrimination is discrimination, right? right? Exactly. But I never took it as a, as personal, you know, I, I sort of had a big picture thing and a view of the whole thing. And I, I thought, you know, I, a lot of the, I don't know if not abuse, but you know, some of the ribbing and some of the, some of the, you know, uh, sort of teasing, I thought it's fine. You know, I, yeah, yeah. I can take it, right, you know, right. I, I don't have any, any real leg to stand on as why, you know, like I, I wasn't, <laughs> you know, I wasn't called these bad words and I wasn't, you know, right. I didn't come from a, um, you know, uh, institutional racism, you know? So I, I, I never, I, I never fought, fought against it. I kind of thought it was funny because, you know, because really, I think the worst thing that they call me was cracker or, you know, right. honky or whatever. I'm like, right. and, and I'm thinking at least bring back Peckerwood, you know, I'm like something better, right? There's gotta be something a little bit right. more biting than, than cracker or honky, you know, like, cause it just doesn't, doesn't have the same effect as, you it know, the, the N word or whatever. Cause it, the historical right. legacy, the context is not attached to it. You I just know what kept, I, mean? I just kept yeah. waiting though for like one of those underground words, you know, that like only black folks use around each other uh, that to call the white people, I, you know? I, I don't think there's a. I don't think there's nothing that's gonna rip white people. So I don't think there's anything out. The there. closest that, the closest that anybody came to was call me a white devil, and I was like, that might that might bother some folks. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, I, I'm like that's I'm like no, because but I kept thinking like Tasmanian devil. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm not a white devil. But that's why you said that to me one time. We're not all white devils. That's what you said to me. I was like, oh. This cat reading Farrakhan in his spare time or something. Like, what's up, man? Well, I mean, you know, you think about this. This, like, you talk about that Malcolm X hat. You know, when that, yeah. when I was in middle school, uh, you know, that was back when when there was it was the 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 X hats. Yeah. You know, and those 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 African medallions. medallions yeah, the, just came out. Yeah, yeah. The 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 leather African medallions. Yeah. You know, and and, and everybody was, was white kids black, was wearing African medallions back in pride. the day, man. Yeah. I remember, man. I remember one kid. I was in sixth grade, and he was trying to be funny. He's this white kid, and he's trying to sing the Run DMC. You know, I'm black and proud to be black, yeah, y'all. Yeah. And then he got to the point where, you know, <laughs> and and he almost, I was like, dude, stop! No, don't. This is not right. You can't, you know. Right, right. You, first of all, you're not black. You're not proud to be black, and you can't like repeat the N word like that, like right, they right. do, you know, right. over and over and over again. Right. He got his ass whooped. He got, he got jumped. <laughs> Yeah, I think he yeah, got yeah. jumped by a couple of girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, it's so dead, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if that's if that's any, you know, help on the white perspective, but No, uh, no, 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 cuz I you know, I just asked you that because I don't want to, you know, cuz somebody's going to listen. Well, it works both ways, I'm sure. You know what yeah, I mean? So right. I want to make sure that we, that we point that out and we're not we're not saying this only happens to us or whatever, but just just, you know, right, no, our experience, yeah. equal opportunity. I mean, I yeah. Yeah. I went into um, the job corps program through my teens. That was the first time I took off and left home. My you was yeah. uh, when I went into job corps. Where'd you and, go? Um, Where'd you go? I went into a place called Job Corps. No, no. What it what town? Like a, uh, I went to Casadega, New York. <laughs> Shit. And, and we called it the Hill. <laughs> and, and it literally was an old. Um, tuberculosis sanitarium wow <laughs> on like the side of a hill that was the campus and um 
Yeah, we uh, I I went there and it was a that was my first time being in a predominantly black school or area, and it was like you know. I, I don't know if we're going to, we, I, I guess we can't call it reverse discrimination, but like, you know, I'm, I mostly hung out with the white kids cause that's where I started learning how to play guitar and shit like that. And, um, you know, so I definitely was, you know, the white kids were definitely bullied and menaced and I was definitely, you know, if you hung out with them, you were, you were considered like an uncle Tom, mm, you know, right. we even had some of those, uh, some of those damn fruits of Islam kids up there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. we had yeah, a couple of those they, kids they, at they school too. The, oh, you had fruits of Islam at your school? Yeah, they were they were militant, man. You did not fuck with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the whole the whole damn uh, you know S one W uniform and stuff. You know, <laughs> look, looking like I, I swear they come marching through campus like you know public enemy. I mean, oh yeah, they, you know with the combat boots and the. And, <laughs> And to my rescue, it was an S1W. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but back then, it was no, kind of hard was... to take take somebody seriously in their combat boots, but their Gumby hairdo at the same time. Like, Wait a minute, am I supposed to be scared? <laughs> <laughs> I look like Gumby. But no, it was, it was, it was, I definitely seen it on that end too. Yeah. You know, it's just like man. Uh, I've definitely seen some strange stuff in my adventures. Now, Job Corps, Job Corps, that's, that's, um... Is that Clinton? Is that the Clinton thing? That's 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 some bad kids, right, Job Corps? Well, well, what it was is, uh, it's a, it's a program for, like, yeah, bad kids that can't function (laughs) in school and stuff like that, and they give them an opportunity to get their GED and a trade, and not necessarily bad kids, but kids that are in a, in a, in a situation. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know? Okay. Now yeah, they just send them a running every start. Every kid is coming from from mm-hmm. situations. Some of them have actually gotten trouble. Some of them are coming from you know, like there was there was a guy I met up there when I was there. Uh, we called him Tree. His name was Richard Owens, and um, he actually played Canada ball. In case you guys ever heard of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, is that is he related but, uh, to Terrell Owens? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, <I> don't, I don't. <laughs> no. He played uh, Canada Canadian basketball, I think, for a little while, but. Okay. Um, so you get three he, um, dribbles, you get three dribbles. You know, he, and... he came from like a crackhead family, you know, right. and could like barely read when he came up there, you know, 17 years old and stuff. So, oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of some, you know, funky shit. Yeah. So I guess I didn't really have it that bad, so. You know. Well, you know that's that's funny the, the the way you are able to justify things. I was having this conversation with I think my wife or something not that long ago. You know, you. you you think about your own trauma, you know, and the way you're, you grow up and, and the things that you had and or hadn't, haven't had. And then when you compare it to other people, then you feel guilty. You're like, I didn't have it so bad, you know, yeah. but then, right. but at the same time for you, when you're in it, it is bad, you know, and, it's, and you can't take away from that how you felt in the moment, you know, right. um, and it's really easy to be, to, everybody's got it, at least somebody's got it worse than somebody, somebody else, yeah. you know, but that, that shouldn't discount the fact that, you know, things were, could have, you know, were rough or whatever, right, and right. you did suffer this trauma, um, but, you know, it's so funny like that, you know, I'm, you feel guilty, like, I can't even want to talk about it because, you know, Joey was in Job Corps, you know, and I just went to Jason Lee, so, you know, right, like, right. always <laughs> comparing one another, one, you know, but man, trauma is trauma is trauma, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. if right. you experience 
witnessed it and it traumatized you or if it shaped who you are, it is what it is, you know, and we're, we're always just so quick to, to try to like minimize it. Oh, I, I can't talk about it. It's not as bad, you know. Yeah. It's not as bad as the or Asian. It's not as bad as the you know the black people. They they have more racism than against Asians or you know whatever. Right, but it's right. like, dude, if it's bad, it's bad. You know, like yep. you can't I compare agree. this. It's like comp- trying to compare apples to oranges, man. You know. Yeah. I mean, but but the funny thing though is I think that like our generation though, even though we went through that stuff, I think our generation came out. You know, we, we were able to come out on um on top and. You have a generation now of people who just like we like right now the generation of people that we have are the smartest people in history. Like you go back to like our grandparents' generation, you know they could read like you know third grade. Well, you remember grandma couldn't read until what? Yeah, her her sixties or something. Something like that. And then you look at the generation of kids that we have now of people that we have that are just so super smart, but they can't come up with a simple solution to, you know, they, they can't come up with an original idea. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're not deep thinkers. They they're haven't, smart. They haven't struggled so, though. You know, they haven't had to figure things out. Maybe that's what it is. Right. You know? Right. That's, that's what I should say. They're, they're thinkers, but they haven't, they haven't had to sit and yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they had more access to things too. You know what I mean? There's a reason why grandma's generation and, you know, previous yeah, generations couldn't read because it was off limits because they couldn't. You know what I mean? That education was off limits to a lot of them. You know what I mean? They And, and probably that you got me thinking probably we greens the way we do. That's probably some slavery shit. That's probably the way they ate it. Maybe they didn't yeah, have utensils, no utensils or some shit. So right. that's the way they ate it. And it's handed down from right. from each generation to generation. And, you know, we, we don't even think about the reason why right. we do mm-hmm. it. We just do it. You know what I mean? So. So, yeah, um, <laughs> that's so funny. You think you t- talk to somebody today, you know, uh, about the fact that, oh, you know, my grandma, she didn't read till she was 60 or whatever. Some be, the, young people, they had no concept of that. Like right. the idea that somebody couldn't read is like foreign to, to, yeah. to young folks these days. But yeah. I remember, you know, when we were growing up or we were young, there was a, that was like a thing. Like yeah. there was people who couldn't read. Couldn't read. There's a know? lot of athletes mm-hmm. right. who couldn't well, read. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. College educated. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Uh, Uncle Luther, um, just you know, he he couldn't really read. Right. Yeah, and he's what born in like nineteen forty two or something like that. So. Uh, yeah. In Georgia, so uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So. Man. Yeah, him and him and I were you, you well, you know, I used to have to go over and like read his mail and stuff for him, and you know, had to take him to do his uh, renew his license and everything because. He could ride the shit out of a motorcycle, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing about it. Very smart guy. Very smart mm-hmm. guy. Very worldly. Yeah, he was. <laughs> a lot about stuff. Same thing, grandma. That's the thing about it. The 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 aptitude, ability to learn, it's all there. It's it, it was just again, they didn't have access to a lot of things. Probably right? rather have Uncle Luther uh, you know, in right. your survival team exactly. than some PhD, you know, <laughs> right. like, no, Uncle exactly. Uncle Luther knows how to survive, yeah. you know. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> What what else you want to hit on? Anything else, Joe? Um, I'm doing a great job well, calling I, you Joe too, man. I haven't messed up yet. Go go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all right. I, I actually was going to hit on you guys' uh, last podcast. I sat there and uh, listened to it. Okay. And um, listened to your partner there that was in uh, the Air Force partner, man. Oh, Jason. A, Jason. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, it was a pretty good podcast that and um. I forgot the whole point of what I was trying to talk about, so I feel kind of stupid right at the moment. So. No, you probably you probably didn't know a lot of that stuff. Uh, 
uh, about me. Um, no, yeah, it was true because because yeah. you guys talked about you know like the handcuffs like that, that part right <laughs> yeah, there. Now, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm trying to pick them like nah, not my you a handcuffs. So yeah. I'm like nah, that would have been me with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that was more like me and Durin or something. Yeah. That's not my you. I, I was you I was know? fortunate. Like all my little phase was overseas. It's, there's no record. You know what I'm saying? Um, so so yeah, that's that's probably what what it was, man. Um, um. I'm trying to think, man. When we're, I think I was getting ready to go to. No, I think I came home from boot camp when y'all came to Atlanta, right? When we were uh, riding around. Hey, we're not supposed to talk. About no, that. we ain't talking about that. <laughs> but I'm trying to think. It, it was. I, I'm trying to think if I was coming from England or as I was coming. You had you had just came you had just came out of boot camp okay, and it okay. was your uh, it was your break between AIT. Okay, that's right. That's right. Were, yeah, because yeah, yep. you were just getting ready to. You were home for like. I think like ten days or something okay, like that. Okay, okay. Because we were down there for about a week and a half, and yeah, um, you yeah. had to leave before we left. So. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and yeah, and I think we didn't get sound like a your first leave or something. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that's that's basically that's when that phase of life started for me. Right about that time, right there. That's it. Was like I was letting my spreading my wings. I wanted to be a thug. I wanted to be. I wanted to indulge in the life, man. And I, I wasn't made. I wasn't built for it, man. It lasted. A, it lasted about a couple months, and I was like, "Okay, that ain't me, man. That ain't me." I, I was like sixteen the years old, and uh, him, him, and him and uh, Johnny. You know, God bless Johnny. But yeah, my him brother and Johnny, Johnny were like, you know, superheroes to me, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know how impressionable you are at sixteen. So yeah. I was pretty much like, I'm gonna do whatever y'all do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just let me be down. <laughs> 16, 16, this probably ain't a, never mind, I ain't even gonna say that, never mind, we're good, we're good, yeah, let's leave it at that, let's leave it at that, man, let's leave it at that, yeah, so Joey, are you, uh, you got a family, you got kids, and, hold on a second, all right, I didn't know the weed was legal in, in New York, <laughs> And I'm not even smoking. <laughs> I'm about to die off a grapefruit live, you know. Uh, some, of that, some of that upstate. Thanks for sipping grapefruit. Start dying. So, um, you got a family? But, but, uh, yeah. I have, um, Jesus. I got a couple of few kids. <laughs> you had to think about it. <laughs> I've been a truck driver for 21 years, so, you know, there might be. <laughs> no, I'm actually um, I'm actually a single dad right now. I got a 16 year old young lady and a 13 year old young lady living at home with me, uh. and um, I got a 24 year old son, a grandson, Woo. and a 21 year old daughter. Man, I've yeah. been everywhere, man. I've been <laughs> I'm fertile, brother. I mean, that's just, see, see, and that's that's that that's that that Latino Spanish. <laughs> out I was gonna say, is that the is that the black or the Puerto Rican? <laughs> no, that's, that's definitely the Puerto Rican because uh, swim. They it, swim. It ain't about pulling out anymore at that point. It's just like I touched it. Oh shit! <laughs> you know, I knew I shouldn't have rubbed against it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh it's no. definitely. Uh, you know that shit um it, 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 it was strange because like my first two kids i was fucking 19 years old when All i right. became a dad so mm. that was that was definitely some uh you know 
I don't know if you have kids and a wife and everything or yeah, I got, yeah, I'm married. I got a 16 year old daughter. Um, but a 16 year old, just one. <laughs> oh, just, so, so, so you don't have two of them. So how, how, how much do you love that, uh, clothing line there? Pink and all that shit like that, you know, oh, yeah. like, you know, 80, $89 for a pair of fucking, I don't know. They look like stockings to me. They call them yoga pants or something, but it's like, $89 for some shit that looks like I'm going to put it over my face and rob a bank. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, luckily, and they want to go outside with that on. Uh, luckily for me, my wife handles all that stuff because every anytime I ever go oh. shopping, I'm like, I am not spending all that money. And then my wife's like, oh, come on. I, that's how much shit costs and blah, yeah. blah, blah. So oh, my yeah, daughter's that's, lucky that's, that she doesn't have to go shopping with me. I'd be like, oh. these are just these are just as fine. These, this Target brand is just as good, right? <laughs> no. Right. No. Yeah, that's the shit that I get now is that oh well that's just how much it costs right yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that well that's the shit too you're getting getting older you know i was at the store today and it was like some candy bar was like a dollar 35 or something I was like a dollar 35 holy shit shit hurt I didn't it? what it was 25 cent you know? <laughs> shit, shit hurt you didn't it, it it's funny we was just talking about that man robin last night Right, and you know, I, I, I had a nice little buzz last night. That's probably why that text I sent you and everything I had a nice little buzz, right? And then we're talking, and I was telling about a time that my brother Roman, uh, you know, because my birthday's coming up, and I remember I said I woke, I was like three years old, and I woke up, my brother Romy was uh, out like putting together racetracks and stuff, man, and he needed batteries, so I rode with him in the middle of the night to the store get some batteries and I was like Robin he bought me a Milky Way you know da 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 and Robin's like a Milky Way like who the hell eats Milky Way <laughs> and like, like all the candy bars he could have bought you is some bullshit ass and I start thinking about it I'm like yeah that is a bullshit ass candy bar ain't it man because it was a quarter and I remember whatchamacallits had just came out mm -hmm. at the time mm -hmm. and I was thinking yeah there was, there was Snickers whatchamacallit fucking bought me a Milky Way man yeah. the only time you ever get Milky Ways is like at Christmas Christmas time yep. in the packs or at, at uh, you know, in Halloween. Halloween, that's exactly what she said. I, saying, yeah. I don't think I've ever just bought a Milky Way. <laughs> yeah, but it was this precious moment. I'm tearing up when I'm telling her, telling her this. And she's like, a Milky she's Way? Like, a Milky Way? Why did you buy you a Milky Way? <laughs> but Joe, we got to get ready to wrap it up, man. We're going to get ready to uh, bail right, out man. and everything, man. But I appreciate you uh, yeah, for coming sure. on, man. I really, uh, I really, really... <laughs> want the family man when, when, when we put this out man I really want the family to hear this man because there might be some like everybody might not know grandma's story you know what I mean right. and everybody might not look at you know, they probably look at the same way as I look at you like they never really thought about that other part right. that you had to go through and what you had to deal with and everything man See, so and I, I didn't get too emotional about it you know I'm nah, high, so I didn't nah. get too emotional <laughs> no nah, you didn't man you kept it cool man <laughs> but, all right but anything else you want to say shout out to anybody before before we go hey just uh give a big shout out man to the fam i still love y'all and uh <laughs> shit man i mean uh shout out to you guys for having me on and yeah Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas out there. And one of these days, I'm going to have to come out there and uh, catch one of your shows, you know? Definitely. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, Are you trying you to know, offend somebody with that Merry Christmas bullshit over here? <laughs> Happy <laughs> holiday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Happy nah, that's all good. He's messing with you, man. <laughs> what's, what's the other one? What's, there's, I got to be 
politically correct. There's another one, Happy Kwanzaa and Ramadan. Boxing Day. You're talking about Boxing Day. That's what you think of. <laughs> boxing Day. That's what I'm going to start saying, everybody. It was at the day after Christmas, I think. So Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you box up all your shit and send it, send it back. Yeah. But that's like, that's British. That's some yeah, British yeah, ca- yeah. Canadian Canadian, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, Joe, man. We'll take all it right, easy, bees. Appreciate you coming on. All right, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks Joe. Right. yeah cousin <clears throat> joe that's cool man good looking out very nice man um i don't really didn't really know how to say this to him because uh, it doesn't really you know matter but he didn't sound black or puerto rican or i mean he sounded like a, a dude from uh, upstate new york from his environment yeah he's yeah. from you know he kind of <laughs> had that that upstate new york accent there so that's yeah really yeah cool. yeah that's 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 yeah that's the environment that's the way most folks sound i think he he, he he got in where he fit in not good for him man yeah yeah um that's interesting though you know unless you're in that situation you never really think like you say you never really think about that you never really think about you know kind of being stuck in the middle right like that you right. know and even if you're with your own family you know as as innocent as it may seem you know, for grandma to say it's my my Puerto Rican, you know, yeah. grandson or whatever. Yeah. It, to him, it was identifying, you know, and it was like a label. And yeah. those labels can be dangerous, yeah, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, you yeah. Know, so yeah, he uh he caused some flack, man. Um, yeah, he got picked on and stuff like that. You know, yeah. looking back, thinking about it now. Um, and you might look at it as just, you know, cousins and siblings, just ribbing and this, this <clears> and that, but. And I bet he went <laughs> went to his room a couple of times. You know what I mean? Like, cried himself to cried sleep like, on his huge pillow. Why do I? Yeah. Why do I gotta be? You know, right. the mix get all that right. type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Man. So, hmm. yeah, it was cool. Like I said, well, just like you said, you know, I didn't give it a whole lot of thought, man. And right. When we had that conversation, boom, and I consider myself this, you know, aware. Are you woke? Woke. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even like to use, I mean, whatever is trending, I don't even like to use that. You know what I mean? But I consider myself that, and like you said, didn't think about it totally clueless to yeah. it. So, yeah. Yeah. So Well, it's it's funny. That you rarely put yourself in, in other people's shoes. Right. So we're so self, you know, self-absorbed, and, and it's hard to, to really, you know, see outside of ourselves. But, right. you know, when it comes to, uh, whenever, when the Black Lives Matters things was out, and and uh, you know the 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 women march and, mm. and you know this last sort of season of of uh, awaken you know awakenness I, I get into Facebook fights with stupid people <laughs> about you know right you know or, or like pride like why does that have its special day you know right, like and right, this and right. that it's like listen I always took the tact of unless you've walked a mile in someone else's shoes you know you don't know you don't know you don't have any idea what their perspective is you know and people's truth is is their truth you know i mean if it's real to to if it's real to you it's real it's real yeah you know so it doesn't that then that's what makes this country great is you don't have to agree but i think you have to respect other people's opinions and you would hope so. you would hope so right and that's so, I mean, yeah. and it's it takes so little effort to do that and that's yeah. why i'm like why aren't people not doing that you know yeah you would hope so but then but when you get into the demonizing and all that stuff well, yeah you, there's no conversation at that point well is there gonna you be a me? straight white guy parade because i want to be a part of that <laughs> i'm gonna be i'm definitely gonna i had a conversation like that with a friend of mine he's like yeah. well, it was a straight white guy i'm like you, you stop stop 
Yeah. Stop yeah. it right there. Yeah. Why do they get a special day? I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, how many white CEOs are getting, you know, denied jobs and murdered because they're white CEOs? No? Okay. Right. If there, I guess if there was a... A big demand, a big pull for that type of parade. It would happen, though. You know what I mean? And it has happened. It's every. It's just, it's, it's just it's a bad look. Well, it's usually like some Nazi mugs <laughs> yeah. or something like that, man. That's right, yeah. I imagine that's a straight white yeah, dude parade, right? Go for the so most well part. in Virginia, yeah, exactly. Yeah, how you know, work so, out. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always nice to get different perspectives, yeah. you know, and, and to, to hear different perspectives. And Yeah, that was a good change of pace right yeah. there. You know, that was a little more serious topic. Yeah, but we're still um, laughing our ass I mean, off the yeah, whole time. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He, 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 uh, I didn't know how he was going to feel about it. I didn't know mm-hmm. if it was going to, you know, unearth these terrible memories of he was going to be angry because he, mm-hmm. he did say i didn't even get too excited i didn't yell i was right he'll get going mm-hmm. and he'll he'll cuss like every other word in the line and he didn't do it yeah yeah so i was like all right he's, he's okay. and he was laughing i'm like all right he's uh, he's okay he's right. cool man he's he's like uh you know I didn't, I didn't have any younger siblings so him and my cousin carlos were younger than me so they were like the little brothers mm-hmm. that i didn't have you oh know so you I mean? were the youngest in your family yeah oh. yeah and joy's the youngest in his oh, yeah joy's okay. probably like two years younger than me something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's my age yeah 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 <laughs> yep the two joys and then uh my cousin carlos about a year two years younger than joy mm. as well so yeah yeah so oh wow that was cool i'm glad cool. i'm glad that we had him on um uh, we're gonna coming up i think our next episode is going to be uh, my boy Phil is coming into town for the uh, for the last football game of the season, and he's another one of those guys that we've had like like we had on the show with Jerry and and, and Jason, and um, we'll definitely have uh, Phil on if we can because um, th- that was our that was our crew, man. Yeah, that was our crew. The the main Jason, Phil, and I, and then you know Jerry was in there too, and then my cousin Polly, and then our other friend Jake was in there too, but he's He's like a religious nut now, so we don't really talk to him too much. <laughs> Actually, an alcoholic, abusive uh, religious nut, so we definitely don't talk to him anymore. I don't, anyway. Uh, but yeah, we'll have Phil on, and that'll be uh, a whole different perspective because he's had some. some he's ups where and downs. now? He's he's, he's he's lives in Phoenix, Phoenix now. Okay, cool. But he's coming up. Him and his son. His son is the same age as my daughter. It's a great so. time to come from Phoenix to. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> well, he wants to come see the Seahawks play I mean, the Niners. Knows, you know? yeah, it's going to be a good knows, game. Yeah, he, he knows game. what's up. It ain't like he's never, you know what I mean? He <clears throat> right. grew up, so yeah. But yeah. The funny thing is he'll be here and be like, oh, I love this rain. Yeah. Oh, those 40 degrees. I love that, man. It's so hot, stupid. <laughs> I mean, he t- sends me pictures of him working outside on these pumps. He works for like on wells and stuff, and mm-hmm. he looks like I mean, he's got like a sombrero and shit on. Yeah. Like, 110 in the shade. I'm like, you're a fool. Gotcha, gotcha. man. Oh, this... Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa, man. Yeah, happy Kwanzaa. Happy yeah. Kwanzaa. Wasn't there, was there, was there, was there, was there another one? Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Ramadan or something? I don't know. Yeah. I don't not know. not this month. No, it was last month? Or <laughs> no, I think that's, it's, that's a lunar thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's like February or something like that. Yeah, something like that. I know a couple of times it's fallen in December. I yeah, it fell. Kim Olajuwon was contemplating skipping a game during the finals because of Rome or something like that. So it must have been Atlanta like, Hawks, Hakeem Olajuwon? Uh, yeah, the Rockets, the yeah, Rockets. Rockets. Yeah, yeah. Hakeem, yeah. Right Hakeem, so. the American dream. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right. All right well, this will wrap it up, man. Um, tune in next time. we got to actually got to give uh, thanks to our people, Doug Medlock, Roberta Solomon, and Stevie Cripps for that production assistance. Um, you need to give a shout out to anybody? Shout out to 
everybody. Y'all have a good Christmas. Yeah, the, all, right. the, all the Calhouns listening, because I know yeah. they're going to tune in to, to listen the to Hughes. Joey. This is the Hughes side. This is my mom's side. Oh, okay. Yeah, Hughes. yeah, Hughes. Yep, Hughes, Hughes side. Yep, yeah. Well, they're the Calhouns listen. can listen to you. It's all right. They won't, but they could if they want. They can. They can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, those are the ones that used to fuck with me the most. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Uh, all right. We're out of here. Until next time. And the old dogs. New tricks. Podcast. Peace, y'all.